The word proves those first hearing it as numb to understanding as the ones who have not heard. Also, you were numb to, when I first heard the word, I was numb to understanding it. And so you still don't understand it. Uh, yeah, what is the word? Well, we're reading from, uh, I'm read, going to read from uh, Heraclitus. Uh, fragments. Oh, is it a fragmented reading? Yeah, it's from Penguin Classics, Heraclitus, Fragments. Translated, Brooks, Haxton. Uh, the word proves, uh, and, the, and the words in this podcast prove to make you numb in your understanding. The word proves those first hearing it as numb to understanding, as the ones who have not heard yeah, so the understanding of, my understanding of this is as, as numb as those who haven't read it, so, okay. Yet all things follow from the word. Yeah, but even so, we don't understand it. Everything is coming from the word. So, are you saying that everything is generated and created by the music of the spheres? What is the word? Is that the same as the logos? Uh -huh. hmm. Well, actually, here, this word, um, this book has the Greek in it, actually. So I don't know. My Greek reading is pretty lame. Uh, and I don't know if it says logos. Uh, it probably does, but... Uh, Yet all follows all everything in this podcast is coming from the word. Uh, what? They are words. But wait a minute. Is a capital word different than uh, words? Uh, Prolabras? Uh, logos? Uh, <laughs> Some blundering with what I set before you. Try in vain with empty talk to separate the essences of things and say how each thing truly is. Yeah, I'm blundering and trying to separate in my vain podcast. I'm trying to put, figure out the essence of things in Heraclitus' fragments and say how each thing truly is. Yeah, I claim to know, even though most people are numb to understanding. So, so you have studied this concept of logos or word, and you did your your uh, thesis on uh, the music of the spheres. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm an expert, so I'm even though I'm numb to understanding it after I listen to it, I get numb from long-term meditation. So. When I listen to the music of the spheres. Oh, you listen to this stuff? You listen to the podcast or you listen to music and meditation? Yeah. Some blundering with what I set before you. Try in vain with empty talk to separate the essences of things and say how each thing truly is. 
Yeah, a lot of people use a bunch of words and intellectual analysis to figure it out. So, And all the rest make no attempt. And then other people, they don't even try to figure it out. They don't go to philosophy class. So there's some people that try to figure it out when they read Plato and uh, Pythagoras. They're trying to figure out this stuff. They might even try Plotinus, or they might try... Uh, oh, Plotinus? Plotinus? Or Plato? Or Pythagoras? Or, there's a lot of these guys around. Uh, but they were blundering with what I said before them. And all the rest make no attempt. And other people, they don't even make an attempt to try to figure it out, so they just uh, go on with their lives and uh, neither do separate the words and uh, intellectual analysis, so they're not even intellectual or spiritual. And all the rest make no attempt, they no more see how they behave broad, waking, then remember clearly what they did asleep Huh. Yeah, and I barely even remember what I've been doing the prior day. So, don't even know where I parked my car. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, where did you park the car? <laughs> More. What? What do you want to do? We have any days of June or no? No, no, no. No, days of June. I'm so fat. I don't want to no, eat. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, You only eat one meal a day, practically. Uno, uno, uno almuerzo, almuerzo. She eats like lunch and nothing else. So. I then remember clearly what they did asleep. I don't remember even my dreams. So. so how are you qualified to understand the word of God? Uh, oh, this is the word of God. Oh, so this is what the actual word of God uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Oh, so this is also similar to John. Uh, yeah, John 1.1. 1, 1. What? Is that the right quote? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. So you're covering the, the word coming from everywhere. Yeah. Then he says, For wisdom, listen not to me. Yeah, if you want to get wise, don't listen to me in this podcast. But listen to the word. Yeah, if you want to get wisdom, you should actually stick your thumbs in your ears and do bhajan, which is uh, the, the, some of the Indian gurus from Satmat and stuff. They'll touch you. Uh, if you get initiated, you get uh, you do Simran until you reach up to your body with trust to the third eye. Then you put your thumbs in your ears and listen to the word. Oh, you mean you listen to music? Yeah. So it's something you listen to. It's not something you just read about it in a book. Okay. For wisdom, listen not to me, but to the word, and know that all is one. 
Yeah, then you become one with everything, basically. That sort of solves the problems with, associated with relationships with people and, and stuff. If you become one with everything. <laughs> yeah, because you, everything is one, so the music will make you. It'll turn you into oneness. <laughs> oh, you're listening to music makes you into a one thing. <laughs> well, it, it 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 takes you back and unites you to God, which then makes you one, and it makes you one with everything, and you're one with everything in nature. And for wisdom, listen not to me, but to the word, or logos, or music of the spheres, or shabd, or nam, or or uh, or uh, sonorous light, or or uh, voice of silence, and know that all is one. Those unmindful, when they hear, for all they make of their intelligence, may be regarded as the Walking Dead. Huh? Yeah, those are who who don't have, aren't mindfulness and haven't been doing their mindfulness meditation, or actually have been gone beyond that, and they're 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 careless about doing their meditation practice and listen to the word. Oh, those unmindful when they hear for all they make of their intelligence. Yeah, so all this I make all this fuss about how intelligent I am, but. When I skip meditation, then I'm regarded as the walking dead. So, on the days when I haven't meditated, I'm, I'm like, uh, I have to. I said in one of my poems that that on those days I'm like a half dead crocodile. Are we gonna see crocodiles some more? Alligators, mm. alligators in Florida. In Florida. And in Florida, and we see alligators. So. Mm. You got to be careful. You'd be you too, cuidado. No alligator. <laughs> yeah. Well, on those days when when I don't meditate, I feel like I'm half dead. I'm like I get up and I'm like walking dead. I'm stupid as can be. You haven't enlightened yourself with the music of the spheres. <laughs> Those unmindful when they hear, yeah, those people who get initiated and they are demonstrated to the, an example of the music of the spheres and, and they by the master and then they don't do their meditation practices and they, they don't go to satsang and they don't continue and follow the teachings of the master. They may be regarded as the walking dead. Yeah. <sighs> and they're not intelligent either because intelligence comes from the word. People dull their wits with gibberish. Uh, yeah, they all they do is like watch TV and uh, they say the screen time now for children even is so. Uh, Almost seven to eight hours a day. People dull their wits with gibberish by watching TV. Yeah, actually, if you meditated 
if everybody meditated as much as they watch TV, and then they all say, oh, I don't have any time. They're working and they have children and they're busy and they still get three hours of television. <laughs> oh, really? So they have the time to do meditation, but they people dull their wits with gibberish and cannot use their ears and eyes. Yeah, they, they're unable to use their inner ears and inner eyes, their inner eye at the third eye, and they're not able to use their inner ear to listen to the music of the spheres or the shabd or nam. Shab means sound. Nam means sound, and so does utgit, and so does... So does... Uh... Hmm... Yeah, people dull their wits with gibberish like I'm doing in this podcast uh, by reading a book. <laughs> Many fail to grasp what they have seen and cannot judge what they have learned. Although they tell themselves they know. Yeah, I keep thinking that I know everything and I've read pretty much every spiritual book and I've read all the scriptures and read Buddhist text and I've read the Quran and I read the Bible and I read the Bhagavad Gita and I read the the the, the uh, Guru Granth and you read uh, all kinds of stuff even Persian mystical poetry and Rumi and Taoism and and sin. Many fail to grasp what they have seen and cannot judge what they have learned, although they tell themselves they know. Yeah, I keep telling myself I know what the music of the spheres is, but in reality, I am numb to understanding. I get numbed by all the gibberish I pick up by watching the colloquialize the movies. <laughs> Yet they lack the skill to listen and to speak. Well, I, I still lack uh, a lot of skills. And I have to take probably tennis lessons because I'm not quite... Uh, my skill is still not there, really. I'm trying to get up to a five rating or something and uh, definitely going to need some work. Whoever cannot seek the unseen sees nothing. Yeah, and those that don't seek don't see anything. So, whoever cannot seek the the unforeseen sees nothing. For the known way is impasse. <sighs> Men dig tons of earth to find an ounce of gold. Uh, yeah, you have to dig a lot of earth to find an ounce of gold. Hmm. Things keep their secrets. Even though you're digging around, uh, the secrets are kept. Uh, so only very few people actually find the way into the, get into the path. And Yeah, they say that they call it the way, like even Confucius and... In the Analects, they'll call it the way. Things keep their secrets. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of lucky-lucky if you get initiated and you get the secret, so... Because most of the time, the secret is kept. Oh. Yeah, most people don't have good enough karma to receive the way and to get into the path and to hear the music of the seers because seekers keep their secrets. Things keep their secrets. Yeah, even though... So, even in this podcast, even though I'm telling the secret, but nobody's... listening to it so the things keep their secrets since there's very few people listening to this podcast then the keep secrets are kept okay even so all right yeah without obscurity or needless explanation the true prophet signifies yeah yeah and I don't want don't need to do needless explanation though I'm trying to explain I could just read the book and not do needless explanation yeah why don't you why are you explaining why don't you just read the book well it's a lot of fragments <laughs> it's very short of course uh, the shorter something is the wiser it is and probably the better it is like haiku, the shorter the poem, the better. Okay. So he's the ultimate poet. Uh, yeah, Heraclitus is very famous for his wisdom. So, Oh, he's the ultimate philosopher? Yeah, in a way, he is. Uh, oh, wow. Who is this guy? Huh. Yet without obscurity or needless explanation, the pure... True prophet signifies. Yeah, they were even saying, like in the Bible, they kept saying, they described uh, somebody like Paul or Peter or something. They're saying they're, in a way, like a prophet. So a lot of these guys are prophets, and the Muslims will say even Jesus is a prophet. So they're all, like, all these real holy religious guys are really kind of all in the same class of prophets. Oh, you mean like Rumi, Buddha, and Muhammad, and Jesus, and Paul, and uh, and, uh, they're all a bunch of prophets, yeah. The true prophet signifies, yeah, he'll tell you, like if you're somebody like uh, Kabir, maybe, or Nanak, uh, They'll signify and tell you about this stuff. You could read those guys. The true prophet signifies the prophet's voice possessed of God. Requires no ornament, no sweetening of tone, but carries over a thousand years. Yeah, so I don't even have to have a sweet voice and and I don't have to even prepare this reading. Or I actually haven't even read this book. This is the first read. So the prophet's voice possessed of God. Yeah, the main thing I need to do to podcast this is to do meditation first. So I did meditation from like 5 to 6 a.m. And uh, I read a bunch of other books and... Uh, 
And then I, without any ornamentation or preparation, no sweetening of tone, and my, my tone is still not very sweet. And I don't sweeten it up at all. But it still carries over a thousand years, and this podcast will still last over a thousand years on the internet, even if it's just in backed-up format somewhere. When the internet goes down, it can be recovered on... It'll still be uh, exist in some backup files on Mars, so... Oh, so it'll carry over a thousand years? Yeah. The eye, the ear, the mind in action, these I value. Yeah, and I actually value the mind in action. Oh, oh, you don't like value the mind? Uh, I don't value the mind that much when it's just sort of wandering around uselessly. I say not like 95% of your thoughts are kind of useless stuff. When you worry or something or you plan things that are never going to happen. But the mind in action, these I value. I actually value action when I, I'm going to clean up the house and I'm going to go exercise and Use my mind in a useful manner. The mind is a tool. The eye, the ear, and the mind in action. These I value. So I'm valuing. I still value the mind, even though it interferes with meditation. <laughs> I keep it busy with just manual labor. Okay. So you just use your mind like a toolbox? Yeah. Now that we can travel anywhere, we can travel now. Nowadays, you can travel anywhere because we're close to the airport. <laughs> I'm only literally two miles from the airport. Really? So you could walk to the airport, jump on the plane and go? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we drive and obsess over the cars and stuff, so. Now that we can travel anywhere, we need no longer take the poets. Yeah, and I don't actually have to take um, many of my poetry books because I actually have uh, I have have them recorded in this podcast. Oh, so you've re- read your books into a podcast and saved them on the internet, and you can listen to them yourself in a podcast yeah now that we can travel anywhere we need no longer take the poets Uh, yeah i could actually become a poet and write poetry and i won't have to take the poets yeah but you like to take some books along i might take um i'm still reading robert frost and i think uh, a new roomie Book four of the Masnavi, the rhyming version, is coming. And uh, I probably, I take some books, but I try to limit it to a handful. So I have to have some books to podcast. So we no longer take the poets, but I actually take the poets. So in this sense, uh, I'm diverging from Heraclitus, and I'm taking the poets. Oh, so you are 
slightly different than Heraclitus, yeah. I'm taking the poets, but actually not too many, because I'm talking about when I go to Florida. I actually have to cut down on my number of things and quite a bit, so it's limited the number of books I can take, but I could buy some more on the way. We no longer take the poets? Yeah, in fact, I just go to a bookstore and and buy new poets. <laughs> now that we can travel anywhere, we need no longer take the poets and mythmakers for sure witnesses about disputed facts. Yeah, and I, I've actually used the poets to, to dispute facts and stuff. And actually, Robert Faust, I've used him as poetry and to resolve disputes. How's that? Well, if you recall, um, uh, when uh, Robert Frost actually met Khrushchev and then when they had the Cuban Missile Crisis, he actually intervened and told JFK that, uh, that he could probably reason with Khrushchev because Robert Frost had met Khrushchev and Khrushchev Robert Frost had actually told Khrushchev about Solzhenitsyn, and uh, so the mythmakers for sure witnesses about disputed facts. So the poets can actually settle. I'm trying to see if uh, through poets I can resolve the crisis in Ukraine. Oh, really? Yeah. What I oh, what eyes witness, ears believe on hearsay. Yeah, your eyes can. I only believe what my I see with my own eyes, uh, because there was so much. There's so much like um, what they call it, fake news on the internet and stuff. So, ears believe on hearsay. My ears and my. Reading the paper, I believe stuff. Uh, I'm easily stupefied. I believe anything I read because I'm kind of stupid. Oh. So, but your eyes, you believe what you see? Yeah. I believe what I see with my own eyes. Uh, yeah, I was reading in the book... Uh, actually, this stuff with psychological warfare... They say that a lot of that started, uh, or started, was or heavily used in the, the Russian uh, Civil War with the Reds between the Whites. And there's this book, uh, Revolution and Civil War, 1917 to 1921, Russia, by Antony Bevor, It's a book on uh, the Russian Civil War where they used hearsay, or they used, uh, they actually used psychological warfare. They used, started using misinformation. and Yeah, but they used that all through history. But yeah, but that was mentioned. Uh, hmm. So, if learning were a path of wisdom, those most learned about myth would not believe with Hesiod that Pallas, in her wisdom, gloats over the noise of battle. 
Yeah, and I used to work uh, with these guys from, he actually called uh, this Greek guy in the banking business, and he worked, um, he called his business Palace. <laughs> the Palace was a, a gig provider, and because uh, he was Greek, and uh, but if the learning were a path of wisdom, those must learn about men. Would not believe with Hesiod that palace in her wisdom gloats over the noise of battle. Yeah, and he used to gloat over, he used to think he was the best to traitor and stuff. <laughs> Pythagoras may well have been the deepest in his learning of all men. This is very strange, uh, I guess Heraclitus, I don't know this stuff. Heraclitus came after Pythagoras, because here it's showing that Pythagoras, Heraclitus is claiming that Pythagoras may well have been the deepest in his learning of all men. Oh, is that why you follow the music of the spheres, the theory of ethos, and the theory of numbers? Yeah. Yeah, he's both uh, uh, sort of a philosopher and a mystic and a mathematician. Yeah, and plus if you studied music theory, he's one of the first guys you'll see in your music theory class. Oh, yeah, because he had the theory of music theory with the, the notes on the guitar, basically. And still he claimed to recollect details of former lives, being in one a cucumber and one a sardine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he also had the theory of reincarnation, so, which overlaps with Hinduism and Buddhism and all that stuff. So, Of all the words yet spoken, none comes quite as far as wisdom which is the action of the mind beyond all things that may be said. Wisdom is the oneness of mind that guides and permeates all things. Yeah, actually, then, it's good to have wisdom because you can uh, guide your mind and figure out what to do, whether it's to be into meditation. That which always was and is and will be ever living fire, the same for all the cosmos, made neither by man nor man, neither by God nor man, replenishes in measure as it burns away. Fire in its ways of changing is a sea transfigured between forks of lightning and the solid earth. All, as all things change to fire, the fire exhausted falls back into things, the crops are sold for money spent on food. The earth is melted into the sea by that same reckoning whereby the sea sinks into the earth. Hunger even in the elements and insolence. Air dies giving birth to fire. Fire dies giving birth to air. Water thus is born of dying earth and the earth of water. Fire of all things is the judge and ravisher. How from fire that never sinks or sets would you escape? One thunderbolt strikes root through everything. 
Huh. Yeah, there's the God particle thing with, uh, is that prana or is that, uh, or is that consciousness or is that God himself? Uh, not being, not the sun itself, exceeds due measure, but contending powers set things right. Dawn turns to dust around the pivot of the north. Southward lies the zone of greater light. Without the sun, what day, what night? Yeah, I was just commenting on the tennis court about how how sad it is in a way with the light dying. It's like in late November and there's this like the mood uh, without the sun. Uh, it's uh, there's a, a bit, of, you feel a grief over the death of summer in a way. Without the sun, what day, what night? The sun is new again all day. <laughs> but today the sun's up, so... The mind of Thales shall in forethought clearly, as in heaven, the eclipse. Hmm. Yeah, the mind of Thales, T-H-A-L-E-S. Saw in forethought, clearly as in heaven, the eclipse. Huh. The sun, timekeeper of the day, and season oversees all things. The sun is, huh? Many who have learned from Hesiod the countless names of gods and monsters never understand the night and day as one, are one. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm going to try to fragment this reading. and I'm going to stop here and then pick up more fragments in a fragmented manner. Okay. I, cosmic rule, as day yields to night, I have to continue this podcast. Okay. By cosmic rule, as day yields to night, so winter, summer, war, peace, plenty, famine, all things change. Fire penetrates the lump of myrrh until the joining bodies die and rise again in smoke called incense. Huh. Yeah, and uh, so in this case, summer is turning into winter. Oh, no. Yeah. Huh. If everything were turned to smoke, the nose would be the ju seat of judgment. Uh, hmm. Thus in the abysmal dark, the soul is known by scent. Hmm. Oh. What was cold soon warms, and warmth soon cools. So moisture dries, and dry things drowned. Huh. Yeah, things change. Uh, yeah, if things aren't going well, just wait a little while and they'll go better. Uh, oh, what? And if they're going well, then they'll wait a while and things don't go as well? Uh, what was scattered gathers and what was gathered blows apart. Uh, yeah, the leaves have been blowing in part and stuff. 
The river where you set your foot just now is gone. Those waters giving way to this, now this. Uh, yeah, the, they're, that's famous. That's where the you can't ever set your foot in the river twice or something. The river where you set your foot just now is gone. Oh, that's famous. Yeah, I can't set foot back in the same tennis court. It's never going to be the same. Oh, what? But you just went to Gorman Park and you went back and played volleyball with your friend and it was the same. Oh, well, is it really the same? Well, the ball was different, and uh, huh, what else was different? The poet was a fool. Yeah, the poet in that case uh, was a fool. The poet was a fool who wanted no conflict among us gods or people. Yeah, I was a fool to like wish for having no conflict ever, when in life is about conflict. The poet was a fool who wanted no conflict among us, gods or people. Harmony needs low and high, as progeny needs man and woman. Yeah. Progeny needs it? What if I don't have any progeny? Do I need a woman? Do I need a woman without prodigy? Prod, prod, prodigy. Prodigy, <laughs> progeny. You can't even pronounce it, so you can't have progeny. War as father of all things. Yeah, war is the father of all things, so I guess it'll create some change in Ukraine. War as father of all things, and king names few to serve as gods. And of the rest makes these men slaves, those free. What's up, Moore? What are you doing? I'm reading. <laughs> the mind to think of the accord that strains against itself needs strength as does the arm to string the bow or lyre. The mind to think of the accord that strains against itself, needs strength, as does the arm to string the bow or lyre. From the strain of bending, opposites come harmony. From the strain of binding, opposites comes harmony. Yeah, huh. the strain. Uh, yeah, the strain of playing dissonant notes on the piano may lead to harmony somehow. Huh? The harmony passed knowing sounds more deeply than the known. The harmony passed knowing sounds more deeply than the known. The harmony passed knowing sounds more deeply than the known. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, the harmony past knowing sounds deeply. Oh, the harmony, the, the transcendental harmony is more deep than the known harmony. 
Yeah, the music of the spheres is more deep than the music on the piano. Yet let's not make rash guesses. Yeah, but I'm not going to make any rash guesses about the meanings of these fragments. But let, let, yet, or let, yet let's not make rash guesses. Our most lucid thoughts. Yeah, our most lucid thoughts in this podcast are my rash guesses. What? Seekers of wisdom first need sound intelligence. Yeah. You gotta have just basic common sense and you have to exercise and get your brain to work and... Seekers of wisdom first need sound intelligence. Uh, yeah, you can't uh, be smoking pot and uh, drinking booze and eating meat. And uh, yeah, you gotta have sound intelligence. Uh, under the comb, the tangle, and the straight path are the same. What's up, Amor? Huh? No. What's happening? An ass prefers a bed of litter at, to a golden throne. Hmm. Yeah, I prefer my basic, uh, basic, uh, simplistic apartment uh, over the golden throne. Mm-hmm. The sea is both pure and tainted, healthy and good haven to the fish. To men, impotable and deadly. Yeah. It was nice in the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. It was very nice and pleasant for the fish. But for me, I was, I was afraid of the, of the weight of the uh, skin scuba diving gear and uh, the depth of the water and uh, poetry bathed in dust and ashes, swine and filth. Yeah, the the pigs. Uh, they used to. We used to have pigs, and they would uh, they would build these whole great big. Uh, they build these uh, mud puddles to take a bath in. They dig up the the pasture, and yeah, they were like filthy. Huh? Hungry livestock, though in sight of pasture, need the prod. Yeah, and they they. Interesting what he's saying. And hungry livestock, um, they don't even... Yeah, like there's hungry people hungry for the truth, and you, know, you can't even get them to go to satsang. You have to prod them. Yeah, they don't even go to the, pa- to the pasture of the truth. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. The cosmos works by harmony of tensions like the lyre and bow. The cosmos works. Number 56. The cosmos works by harmony of tensions like the lyre and bow. Yeah, so the cosmos is just some musical instrument. 57. Therefore, good and ill are one. 58, good and ill to the physician surely must be one, uh, since he derives his fee from torturing the sick. Yeah, they t- 
definitely torture. Yeah, like uh, my wife's uh, appointments and at the doctor, like they keep telling you to, that the more you go, the more they want you to go. You have end up having an appointment or a seat to like every week. And you just keep going back and back. And it's the same with my dentist. He says, oh, yeah, it's not healed enough yet. You just have to go so he can collect from Medicaid. What? Yeah, they have Medicaid fraud. So they just make up appointments. So you go and you, and you go and they torture you and make you wait in the waiting room. And then... Uh, and they 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 make uh, they'll screw up. They'll make you a crown, but then they screw it up, and it's not the right size. And they tell you they have to do it over again, and you have to come back. Oh, yeah. So good and ill to the physician surely must be one, since he derives his fee from torturing the sick. Hmm. Yeah, it's, and they even said in the paper like this, uh, these some of these supplements, uh, vitamin supplements, actually. Now they're saying it causes cancer. Oh, yeah, and I was noticing like in the, the pharmacy, like row after row of like uh, all these products and things that are like horrible and uh, they don't do, maybe don't do anything or they do harm also. Well, 90, maybe 99% of, or maybe 100% of everything in the pharmacy is no good. Oh, wow. That's pretty, pretty, uh, yeah. So, but you take B12, right? Is that no good? <laughs> Number 59, two made one are never one. Two made one are never one. Arguing the same, we disagree. Yeah, if I was to argue and was the same with somebody, we would disagree. Singing together, we compete. We choose each other to be one. From the one, both soon diverge. Yeah, yeah. I chose to just become one with my wife and. Uh, but uh, but sometimes one both also diverges. Oh no. Sixty. Without injustices, the name of justice would mean what? Uh, yeah, if you didn't have injustice, why would you even need justice? And yeah, it's for the criminals that you need the judge. <laughs> While cosmic wisdom understands all things are good and just intelligence may find injustice here and justice somewhat else, somewhere else. Yeah, the intelligence finds injustice here. Yeah, there, I'm finding a lot of things unjust uh, because I don't, I only have common person intelligence. Uh, if I had cosmic wisdom, I would understand that all things are good and just. If I had cosmic wisdom, but uh, uh, sometimes I get into that uh, cosmic wisdom if I meditate a lot or I go to satsang, I, I can start feeling cosmic, and uh, I can might get the concept. 
I might become wise enough to read this book. Okay. God. Hmm. Justice in our minds is strife. Yeah, it's strife like to get justice, like to get uh, the judge to believe you is strife. So the judge, uh, the judges assume that you're guilty. They assume that you're guilty and you have to prove yourself innocent. Uh, justice in our minds is strife. We cannot help but see war makes us as we are. Thus all things decreed by fate. Uh -huh. Yeah, everything is just by fate anyway, so. Though what the waking sea is deadly, what the sea, sleeping sea is death. Uh, the oneness of all wisdom may be found or not under the name of God. Fragment uh, 66 from the Penguin Classics. The living when the dead wood of the bow string back to life must die. Uh-oh. Gods live past our meager death. We die past our ceaseless living. Our souls change into water on their way through death. So water changes into earth. And water springs from earth. So from the water does the soul. Hmm. The way up is the way back. The beginning is the end. The soul is undiscovered, though explored forever to the depth beyond report. Hmm. Moisture makes the soul succumb to joy. And old, that's why I like the hot spring and stuff. <laughs> An old drunk leaning on a youngster, saturated with bad wine, head weaker than his feet. Try the soul grows wise and good. Oh. A dry light dries the earth. Huh. A man in the quiet of the night is kindled, like a fire soon quenched. Huh. A man in the quiet of the night is kindled like a fire soon quenched. Uh, only the living may be dead, the waking sleep, the young be old. Hmm. Hmm. Time is a game played beautifully by children. Huh. Yeah, they actually end up in a timeless place when they play they're not aware of time as to applicants for wisdom do what I have done inquire within inquire within do what he has done just as the river where I step is not the same and is so I am as I am not yeah I'm not the person podcasting this and I'm not I'm not the person you think I am I'm not the one who did the prior podcast, okay? So you won't be the person doing the podcast later on when you do your next podcast? No. I'll never be that person doing this podcast again. So don't look for me. 
As this podcaster, as this is a different day, the podcaster is not the same. Uh, yeah, I've changed probably since yesterday. So just as the river where I step is not the same. Yeah, I would not even be the same because my, even my cells are like, are replacing themselves and getting different and I'm different. I'm different than I was yesterday. So I am as I am not, I'm not the same. All my podcasts are different from each other, aren't they? Yeah. The game of this podcasting is played beautifully by, by children, it would be, but not by me. The rule that makes its subject weary is a sense of hard labor. The rule that makes its subject weary is a sentence of hard labor. Yeah, when they make up these rules and stuff that, like, you have to follow, like, let's say they're, like, doing conscription or they're conscription or they're doing the draft in Russia. It's, It's like a sentence of hard labor. They make up these rules and stuff. It makes the subjects weary. Yeah, I'm tired of all the rules and all the the tax rules. And the rule that makes its subjects weary is a sense of hard labor. Well, at least I don't get weary on this podcast, but you sound weary. Why don't you wake up? I thought you had enough coffee by now. Well, no, it's not a sentence. I don't mind doing this podcast. It's not a sentence of hard labor. I'm doing this voluntarily. So, but if you were to give me some rule that I have to follow, it will make me weary, you know. So, is that why you are so... (laughs) for this reason change gives rest so yeah change to me is like resting so for this reason change gives rest Uh, that's why I've tried to use uh, my life hacks and my meditation practice and my philosophy and the Zen and uh, minimalism and all this stuff to create change to give give me rest also it's restful for you to meditate and to not have too many material things and be a minimalist and, and give your library books back to the library and not have to maintain them and yeah, and uh, I mean, what's it with the with the Spanish fly? For this reason, change gives rest. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna find rest through change. Goat cheese melted in warm wine congeals if not well stirred. Hmm. Yeah, I put cheese in the panela. They have this. Uh, hot uh, drink. Sometimes she makes uh, 
She makes chocolate with panela. It's sort of like a combination of sugar and chocolate, and it's, but it's very unique to Colombia. And she drops cheese in it. Goat cheese melted in warm wine congeals of not well stirred. Okay. Corpses like night soil get carted off. Yeah, they always take when a person dies, they take them away, and somebody, some people don't know because they take them away so quickly. People don't actually know that people die, so everyone assumes they live forever. <laughs> yeah, that can Buddha, Buddha complained about that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The living, though they yearn for consummation of their fate. Yeah. I've been yearning for the consummation of my fate. Yeah, I'm still wondering when it's going to come and I'm going to ascend into the highest heaven, into such kind, and become a saint. Wait a minute. Yeah, well, didn't you just read some Buddhist thing about becoming a saint? You read something about rapid and... and uh, rapid versus gradual enlightenment in the Buddhist book, in the Buddhist scriptures, yeah. The living, though they yearn for consummation of their fate, need rest, and in their turn leave children to fulfill their doom. Yeah, so what's going to happen is I need some rest, so I'm going to go take a trip to Florida. I don't know if that'll be restful, but I'm going to Go down there and try to rest. And in turn, leave the children here in New York and let them fulfill their doom. And they could keep on. They can be doomed to follow the rules at school. Oh. Yeah, they have to. They have a school, which is sort of like the rules that make a subject's very innocence of hard labor. They'd be doomed to have to do homework. <laughs> So I'm not having to do homework. The living, though they yearn for consummation of their fate, need rest. I do actually need my rest away from the children. And in their turn, leave children to fulfill their doom. So that's why I'm still planning to go, go away in December to Florida and just sit and rest by the swimming pool and play tennis and get some sunshine. <laughs> that sounds really nice. Is that, are you going to meditate and will you reach the consummation of your fate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>